following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And ASM Global Grand Rapids has partnered with the Humane Society of West Michigan to collect pet supplies in support of Dog Week happening March 13th through the 19th at DeVos Place, DeVos Performance Hall, and Van Andel Arena. Patrons can drop off new unopened pet supplies before heading to one of the Bartastic events happening this week. Those who donate can enter to win two tickets to see Kenny Chesney at Venando Arena on May 6th or a family four-pack of tickets to the Grand Rapids Griffins. When and where you can donate, March 13th from 6 until 7.30 p.m. before the Winery Dogs, March 14th, 4.30 p.m. until 6 p.m. before Paw Patrol Live, and March 15th, 4.30 p.m. until 6 p.m. before Paw Patrol Live and Paws, Claws, and Corks, and also March 14th and 15th, 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. at the Humane Society of West Michigan on Wilson Drive North in Grand Rapids, and on March 19th from 3.45 until 5 p.m. before the Grand Rapids Griffins dog game at Van Andel Arena. More info? Go to VanAndelArena.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a statewide Friday broadcast. We're the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show heard on 19 radio stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen on the iHeart app anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Just search The Huge Show. I'm looking at the numbers right now with Ohio State leading Michigan State 36-29. About 18 minutes to go in the Big Ten tourney down in Chicago. Purdue held off Rutgers earlier. Spartans had a god-awful first half, about as bad as... Michigan was yesterday. They got off to a good start. Had like a nine-point lead. And they just stunk it up. With 24 points in the first half. Luckily, played enough defense. Got to keep them close. It's 36-30, 17-48. Got to go in the second half. We'll keep you up to date on that game. Also, Scoop Jackson from ESPN Chicago. One of the great NBA insiders. We'll check in with Scoop. What's going on with the NBA? Yeah, look at Michigan State. Haven't shot well. And when you're shooting 20% from three-point range and Ohio State shooting 50%, there you go. Not hitting their free throws. That was just an ugly half, but they played enough defense that they're down four now. 
with about 17 minutes to go. We'll keep you up to date on that game. Tim 20 man, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider. He was down at the Combine. We'll look ahead to free agency that starts next week for the National Football League. And he'll answer our Bud Light huge question of the day, which you can answer. Our reports are out there that the Rams are willing to trade Matt Stafford and the Eagles can't come to a number with former Lion Darius Slay. So I threw out the Bud Light huge question of the day because a lot of Lions fans on Twitter are screaming, bring Stafford back. Slay, I'm cool with coming back with the right deal. Stafford, he went to the Lions and said, trade me. And for some of you to say you want him back, how does he make the team better? How? That's crazy. So you can answer our huge question of the day. Would you trade and welcome back Stafford and or Slay, both one or none? Answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt-in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Their season is almost finished in terms of the home games. They're playing on Sunday. So you can see Zach Irvin. I think Gabe Brown also in action. Uh, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office. Speaking of the NBA, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. NBA Insider, he's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Welcome, 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 welcome. How you doing, my man? Doing good. Trying to figure out the NBA. It's it, I, <laughs> it's crazy. It's a soap opera, isn't it? Oh uh, well, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a soap opera on many levels. Not just with you know off the court stuff, but it's just a soap opera even with you know. To me, man, we've been talking about this for a long time. The the, the injury thing is a soap opera within itself. You know, because you never know who's going to be there and, you know, the impact the injuries are going to have in not just the outcome of the finals, but throughout the entire playoffs. So, and it's kind of affected, it's starting to really, really affect the regular season. But I think we can, you know, the soap opera is accurate, but I think, you know, once you include the injuries, you know, um, it, it's, it's a whole other thing. And I, and I don't know what the NBA can do about that because you add the injuries to the low management situation and, once again, you got a you got a soap opera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of injuries, Durant, they're saying this is good news for the Suns. He'll be out at least two weeks. At first, they thought it could be something that could linger into the playoffs. So you have LeBron yeah. working through his injuries. You you then have the Jaw story on. I don't yep. know. I don't know where that's going. How do you think the well? What's the final uh, verdict on that? How does it play out? Is it done? Are they moving on? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, you know, it, it's a very unique situation in that how how it culturally affects the team, how it commercially and publicly affects the team from an ownership standpoint, a marketing standpoint. Um, and is it, is it something that they need to just play out this year and really sit down and deal with it when they don't have to worry about basketball? Um I'm 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 not part of an ownership group. I I've sat in on some you know not 
meetings where owners are trying to sell teams. But I sat in on some high-end meetings, executive meetings with NBA teams every now and then. And I'm, I'm saying this with that knowledge in this situation is that this could be a situation because there's, there's no clear-cut answer and there's nothing they could do about it right now. It's not binary like that, that they'll have small dialogue with Ja, with the team, try to move beyond it and concentrate on basketball because of the position they're in and try to make sure that this doesn't really infiltrate what they're trying to do on the basketball court. But once the season is over, get all parties involved and make that primary so that they can, whatever they feel needs to be done, gets done early so that the beginning of next season, everything is fresh and new. And this is really, really, really behind them from, and I'm talking about everybody in the organization from the bottom, all the way up to the top to including Jaws family, including, uh, you know, Nike, the sneaker company, everybody that is really attached to him as a player, as a celebrity, as, you know, uh, uh, whatever you want to tag him as right now, as a superstar. And I'm maybe even just the NBA. Uh, we're all in here, and we're all going to figure out what is in the best interest of moving forward with this. And let's get on the same page. Let's do what we feel is necessary so that the NBA is not dealing with this coming into next season. The Memphis Grizzlies aren't dealing with this coming into next season. Nike's not dealing with it going into next season. And you and I are not talking about it going into next season. And that's where you're, you're the NBA also involved that you mentioned. And Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Because what move you make uh, connects to everything you just listed, endorsements, the Grizzlies, uh, their market, the rest of the NBA, Nike. Uh, if you give them the 50-game suspension, if he did have – that on team property or the team plane, it's an automatic per the CBA, I think, 50-game uh, Yeah, well, they said they, there was not enough evidence to track right. that down, so that's why they're not doing anything. So I don't, I don't think they're going to go. See, and that's the problem. I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but it would be bad for them. It would be bad for the NBA. It would be bad for Memphis if they continue to investigate and then find out that there is enough evidence to do this. Because then, from a public relations standpoint and from a public perception standpoint, it's going to look like, oh, you all shortchanged the investigation just so he could play for the end of the season in the playoffs. And that's the last thing you want, because now you're dealing with preferential treatment. You don't want that. No, no, and that's why they bumped so, it yeah. They bumped it to four games just to make sure they get uh, their ducks yeah. in a row, which you're mentioning, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's what they should do. That's what they have to do, you know. And at the end of the day, to, we, we could talk about a four-game suspension. We could talk about a 50-game suspension. You and I both know that this is a bigger issue than games being suspended. Once again, this is a cultural issue that we're dealing with because of the impact that not only Ja has as you know on, on the NBA, on basketball culture itself, but on the organization. If he is the leader of that organization through and through, Everybody basically follows him. Like, hey, we, they follow him in much the same way I've seen the Golden State Warriors follow Steph Curry. You know, we understand that he's that guy, and we're going to attach ourselves to that and ride this and ride with him. And he understands his position in that too. Now, 
It's not just what he does and how they impact him on this that's at play. Because if you don't get to the bottom of this, then everything's infected. Or I don't want to say infected. Everything follows the lead that you're about to set in how you handle this situation. And as an organization, as a league, as a person, to me, this goes beyond 50 games. This goes into the relationship you have with this individual from the day you drafted him and what you perceive to happen with the longevity of his relationship with this organization. This goes within the lead because if, if Memphis can't figure it out and they decide to trade him, another team's going to inherit this situation, and then the, the, that same organization may have to deal with this issue, so it's going to transcend. You're dealing with the NBA issue because he's one of the faces of the league. And how that is going to, again, transcend just basketball and how he connects to other individuals who support this league. So it goes beyond just 50 games, and it goes into the human being that we all hope and think Ja wants to be. And I've heard so many people talk about, you know, he got out, he got out, you know, this and that. It doesn't matter whether he got out. It's not the situation of where he got out to because now you're attaching economics to this. You know, it's about the human. Does John Moran really want to be the human being that he's being perceived to be? You know, if he wants to live that life and be that person, fine, he could do that. But what we don't want, and this one said it goes beyond 50 games, is 30 years from now, this young man sitting here shaking his head about the choices that he made at 21, 22, 23, and 24. And how he to a certain degree, didn't give himself the chance to live the life that he had a chance to live. And to me, that goes way beyond 50 games. And if we care about the player, then we have to care about the person. So, uh, Scoop, if you were with the NBA, let's say you were with player relations, and you were a guy that sat in on these meetings, and let's just go that they don't find anything else out outside of the incidents uh, Jaws had leading up to this, right? And the report said, you know, got to beef with people or whatever. Those are those are small potatoes. The gun flashing right. it, uh, that's the big one. What would you do? What What do you think would be fair? Is it more? Is it more of a suspension if you're with Memphis no. ownership? Do you do you trade them? Not you know, flat out no, release them. What do you do? No, and that's what I'm saying. You have to sit down and talk to him. To me, you have to talk to him and see where his head's at. First of all. And does he understand how this impacts everything around him? Not just him, everything around him. Like, Ja, you can live your life, that's fine, but do you understand how your actions impact this organization? Do you understand how your actions impact Nike? Do you understand how this impacts your family, your kids? Do you understand how this impacts the NBA? You know, do you, you, know, do you understand that? And that all comes with conversation because – even if he understands it, he may not give a damn. You know what I'm saying? So that's when you start basing your choices. The other thing I think that to answer your question, I would have to do is find out if he's willing to listen to anything or anybody. Because you don't want to start chastising him because you may lose him because he may not hear that because it's hard for somebody to listen to somebody when, what's the old saying, Bill, when you haven't walked in my shoes, when you haven't worn my clothes, why am I listening to you 
and you don't even know what it is like to get to where I come from, to get to where I am right now. And not that that person's wrong, but it's harder for individuals to hear that person when you haven't lived that life, when there's no connection there. So if I'm sitting in a meeting and trying to decide, you know, what are we doing moving forward that is in the best interest of us, in the best interest of him, in the best interest of this situation, I need to find out if he's open to even listening to anybody and who that person or those persons are. And then we move from there because we don't know. We, we, there are some individuals that, as great as they are, as much as they stand to lose, they've gotten there on their own and they haven't listened to, body, listened to anybody, and they're not about to start now. And I don't know if Jaws one of those individuals, but to me, to ask your question, if I'm sitting in a room, I'm basing everything on that before I make any decision because, once again, to me, this is bigger than a suspension. This is bigger than this. And this is in, this is even bigger than you trying to use some form of public embarrassment to hopefully make him see what you're trying. This is it's, it's, it's way bigger than that. And I get it. It's way the, bigger than that. Right, the navigation. And then, you know, you're Memphis, you're the NBA. Do you just not play him the rest of the year and get to an off season and he gets together on a campaign against guns and he reaches out to neighborhoods. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways this could go. Yeah. He has to be willing to understand this. And once again, I'm not playing devil's advocate here. Right. I know. But, but it is his life. Right. And, 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 and at the end of the day, right now we're dealing with the image and possibly we're dealing with an image problem. I don't even want to say it's a character problem. Now, he's made bad decisions. He's a young guy, and he's made not smart. I want to say bad. He's made not smart decisions. You know, but it's still based, a lot of it is based on imaging. He still could be a good character and a good person. You know, I don't know John like that. You know, you have great people that are great characters. They make bad decisions, right? Now, the thing about that is that if you start punishing him for making bad decisions that have basically, it, it, you know, impacted his character. He's like, this. he could really be like, this is my career. You know, okay, so, you know I haven't hurt anybody. If I have broken some rules, fine, fine, fine that, and then, you know, punish me for the rules that I've broken. But at this point right now, there have not been really any rules being broken. I haven't harmed anybody. I've just made bad decisions that are affecting my career. Now, if he starts telling me how to live my life, that's the first way you begin to lose him. So you have to walk lightly on this if, you, you know, if you're connected to him in that way. And I'm not saying he will come off like that. I'm saying, and I'm not saying you're singling out him. That's with anybody. Especially when you, when you have been, when things have been working and you've benefited you have benefited from the things that you have done up to this point all by yourself, and you really haven't listened to anybody, it's going to be hard to start listening to people now, especially when you haven't, when you haven't in your mind hurt anybody but yourself. It'll be interesting how it plays out. Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA uh, Insider. Good stuff there, uh, John. I appreciate uh, the opinion, the commentary, your thoughts on it. I do agree. You know, he's not a victim. He, he brought this on himself. That can't be overlooked here. And, you know, is it four games? Do they keep him out? Hey, we're going to do 10 games. We're going to yeah. suspend him 15. Give him some some message there that goes to other players. And the NBA may join in, too, to send a message 
uh, to the rest yeah, of the league. I, I but he didn't to... shoot anybody. I I, I do agree. What? He didn't he didn't right, point he didn't it anything. at people. He didn't shoot anybody. He was just right, stupid. Right? Anyway, right. That's what he just made a bad. So let me ask you this real quick. Before we do, let me ask you this. What do you do right now in this moment if Jaws like, I get it? Like, with no suspicion, no, no. He's like, you know what? I get it. I do a press conference. Uh, he looks sincere, sounds sincere. He then makes a commitment with Nike for gun violence. Uh, in America, they do PA spots or PR spots. Uh, it's, it's from the heart. You'll be able to tell in his voice, his actions. Hey, you know, and he go, he has the power then to bring change. That would what be about the NBA. What if, now you said Nike do the press cut. What about the NBA? Cause Grizzlies doing the press cut. What about the NBA? What is it? Well, no, I, I think the what NBA, I mean, again, uh, he didn't shoot anybody. It was just dumb in a nightclub, you know, strip bar, whatever is that, uh, the NBA then partners with Ja and he does some PSAs about, Hey, you know, store your guns in a lockbox. Don't be, uh, you know, stupid, whatever it is. And he does a campaign with the NBA. He does it with Nike. He does it with the Grizzlies, which Memphis has their crime issues. And that, to me, would be the path forward if he's sincere and he gets it, right? And you know what? Let me correct what I say. He did, because he did actually hit that 17-year-old kid, right? Yeah, I get all these. Sometimes those stories on, you know, the yeah, volleyball yeah, match or the whatever. Right. I, what, what's yeah. true? I don't. You know what? With Twitter and Facebook, I don't know what to believe anymore, Scoob. I, his problem was if he never put that video on Instagram, uh, he 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 never would have missed a game. Never. Right, right. My thing is that I don't want to sit out here and say he didn't hurt anybody if he did physically, you know, hurt. Right. Uh, well, those are the things that if, if if there's a pattern here. Then that's what you know. Again, what they're looking at. I don't think it's one time you're at a strip bar, you you show a gun. No. I I think it was then what he did with the gun movement when he made the three after the alleged pistol whip or whatever the other thing was, and you know everything's alleged. But I, I think they're looking at the pattern here, talking with him, yeah. his representation, his people, uh, yeah. the NBA, Nike. They're all trying to say, okay, what can we do together? where Ja gets this, understands it, and we move forward. And not only does it not happen again the job, but could this be a, a, a learning situation for the rest of the young NBA players? I, that's, that's a good point. I think the one person, and I don't want to prolong it, but I do think there's one person I think that he might, if this person reached out to him, I think he may listen to him. And it sounds crazy, but, and I don't know if they're friends, especially after watching the game last night, you know, because, because of the rivalry between them. But I think Steph Curry might be the perfect person I agree. in the offseason only because they come from two different lives and backgrounds, right? But they both came from situations where they were not supposed to be what they became. Both come from small schools, both overlooked. Both weren't even supposed to get to where they got to in this space. And Steph, if Ja cares about basketball, just basketball, and a basketball career, Steph has everything Ja wants. I agree, so, and, and Steph so could sit like, there hey, at man. the Steph could sit there at the press conference. I know Steph doesn't do Nike, but I'm talking with uh, Ja and, and and talk with him, and even a, a LeBron, someone like that. I agree, where they would say, "Man, do you get it? Look what's ahead in your future. You can't let this define you." And uh, there's a lot there, and I think what you said, and it kind of goes back to what you just said to start this conversation, Scoop that. This is what's being weighed and discussed with all the parties involved right now. I believe mm-hmm. that. Right? And that's yeah. why there's no quick movement. There's no clock oh. ticking that you have to get something done by Saturday at 7 p.m. 
And and I think and then and then here's the other side of it, which we're not privy to those conversations. That if he isn't getting it, if he's saying you guys are coming after me and that's my time and I didn't shoot anybody and I didn't do anything that die, you know, go down the checklist. Okay, now now we pivot and we go in this direction. Do we drop twenty five games? Do we drop thirty? Uh, well, what if there is now possibly that the gun, and again, we're saying this is all part of an ongoing investigation, that the gun was on team property. Will it be 50? What it, you know, there's a, there, there's, a, there, there's a lot here with lawyers, you know, CBA, uh, his representation, his lawyers. There's a lot that will not warrant a quick decision. I, I got to get to a network TO no, scoop, man. That was good stuff. Thing. That was really good I stuff, have- my man. We'll talk soon. All right, yeah, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. I, man, we have good conversations on air. You know, and he he's really a good thinker and an incredible writer. Good stuff, Superfly. Way to get Scoop on the show. Tim 20 Men will give us a scoop on the NFL Combine. Look ahead to the free agent market for the Lions. And also I'll get Tim's thoughts on the report that the Rams – are willing to trade Stafford or may be willing to trade Stafford and Darius Slay may be trade bait for the Philadelphia Eagles in our Bud Light huge question of the day. Would you welcome back Stafford and Slay one or none? I find it crazy to even think about a guy that wanted out of Detroit that the Lions fans on Twitter be going, get him back. He's our answer. Oh, he'll be our backup. Yeah, okay. Goff and Stafford. Jeez. You people, not all of you, you Detroit Rams, and you know who you are. You can answer that Bud Light huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness. So be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. 
Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Are you ready for a fun and exciting challenge? Well, you can join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle Event on March 11th. Gather your team of four and compete to be named the Puzzle Master. Teams will have two hours to complete a 500-piece puzzle, so bring your problem-solving skills to the table. This exciting event raises funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Learn more at VAI.org. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist insider. His thoughts on the Combine, a look ahead to NFL free agency that begins next week, and the NFL buzz that's out there today that the Rams may be willing to trade Matt Stafford. Would the Lions ever think about welcoming him back? I, I, I say no, but we'll talk to Tim in a moment. Also, Slay could be on the market. You know, if the deal was right, I'd take Slay back. I would. But that has to be a good deal for the Lions. They had such great chemistry to end the season. And that's why re-signing as many guys as possible. Kaminsky's going to test the free agent market. You know, you got Jamal. Uh, the NFL, you get your windows uh, to keep a guy. And the Stafford talk, to me, is, okay, McVay came back for one more year. There was talk he almost left and took a TV deal. Once you get a Super Bowl ring, some people line up and want more other franchises say, hey, uh, we're going to make some money and get rid of salary. So I don't know. You know, again, and they throw it out to see what the buzz is. And Stafford's health. There was an issue in Detroit after his Super Bowl year. Uh, it wasn't pretty. And golf's doing great. And people on Twitter saying, oh, I trade golf back to the ring. Are you kidding me? You know, people are treating golf as like a guy living in the shadows of Joe Namath or Joe Montana. Come on. Got to give golf some love. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider standing by. Tim, I know you're on Twitter. You have a great Twitter feed. Have you seen all the buzz about Stafford could be on the trade market and the Lions fans? Not all of them. Some of them are like, oh, I'd take him back in a heartbeat. He could even be Goff's backup. It's insanity. Yeah, no thanks. Amen. <laughs> uh, 
I'll take the uh, I'll take the 28 year old guy who's coming off a Pro Bowl season who uh, is now expected to have a, a great year. That Ben Johnson is coming back, and you're paying him 30 million dollars, which now in the market is a huge uh, bargain. So I'm 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 happy, and I'll build things around that. Well, what is it about golf? And I guess you're following a fan favorite in Stafford. Arguably, when you look at the great players we've seen and Barry and Calvin, a lot of people would put Stafford there, but. You know, what, what does golf have to do? I guess it's, you know, get home playoff games at Ford Field and win some playoff games. When you look at the way he finished, uh, how he played, made the Pro Bowl. I mean, what else are Lions fans looking for? Well, wins, you know, and well, like oh. we, you talked about, I mean, look, head coaches and quarterbacks in this league are measured on wins and losses. That's just the reality of the NFL, especially at that position. So I think the next step is, you know, obviously, like you said, competing for a division uh, championship, having a home playoff game. And if it's a wild card game, let's, you know, make the playoffs and let's win a playoff game for the first time in a long time. And so now I think Jared wants the same things. And look, he knows that, you know, that's ultimately what he's going to be judged by. And that's what the goal is moving forward. 1020 Detroit Lions.com columnist insider joining us here on the huge show. Cross Michigan NFL free agency begins next week. How active do you predict the Lions will be? I think they'll be at, you know active. I think what you talked about at the top too, getting you know some of their own guys. I think Brad Holmes has shown his first two uh, go rounds at free agency that that's the priority. Um, the guys have to fit, um, be the right you know fit culture fit, and, and when you're resigning your own guys, you already know that you already know that they're fit. So then you know a guy like Jamal Williams coming off the season that he did, I think he would be a prime target. John Kaminsky. Let's not forget that eight teams put a uh, waiver claim in for John Kaminsky. The Lions were awarded him because you know they were number two last year um, because of the number you know two draft picks. So. Um, you know, that's, that, that's, you know, I think, um, the priority, but look, this is also, um, the lions, you know, have more cap space and, and more room to play with than any other time in, in Brad's tenure. So you know, I think they're going to get a, you know, a veteran corner. I think that's going to be pretty, pretty high on his list and they're going to fill in some other holes. I think they'll be active. They've got some money to, to work with. And I think they see this as an opportunity to get better and make a playoff push. Uh, what's the likelihood on players from last year staying in Detroit and re-signing? I think it's strong. You know, I had Jamal Williams on my podcast at the Super Bowl, and he said, look, I want to be back. You know, and if we both can work it out, obviously it's a business. I've got to, you know, see what's out there. The team's got to do what's best for them. But I even got the impression that he would maybe even take a little bit less money to um, come back to Detroit. He just loves the fit, the situation here, and obviously running behind the offensive line in the season that he had. Um, I think he wants to come back. I talked to John Kaminsky after the season. Um, he said pretty much the same thing. I love it here. I love Campbell. I love the staff. I'd really love to come back. But again, it's a business, and those guys have to see what's out there for them. But I think the Lions, at least on those two guys especially, will, will make pretty strong offers. All right, away from the Stafford could be on the trade market news from earlier today. Eagles, and I think it was one of the ESPN NFL insiders reported that he could be up for a trade if they can't work out a deal. Uh, would you ever welcome Slay back if the price was right for the Lions? Yeah, you know, I, lo- I know Slay loves Detroit. Um, you know, he really became a big part of the community here, going to the football games on Friday nights, and he still talks, um, you know, uh, finally about his time here. Obviously, it, it didn't end well because of, you know, his relationship with, with Matt Patricia and that staff. But um, I, I just think, uh, you know, 32 years old, 
I think they're at a point now where they're probably looking to get a guy maybe in that second contract age, you know, where you're 25, 26, you're in your prime, maybe get one or two of those guys and then probably draft one too. Um, you know, Slip Slay's still a good player. And, and look, if it's the right deal, I'd never say no, but I, I just think that's the, the focus for them is probably younger players building this thing. Guys um, who are either going to be rookies or, or guys in their prime going into their second contracts. Timmy, good stuff. Appreciate the time. I know you're a busy man. NFL free agency will keep you on the go next week. I'm looking forward to it. We'll connect soon. Sounds good. Thanks. All right, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Mike O'Hara from DetroitLions.com. His thoughts on Stafford and Slay on the trading block and free agency. He'll join us. Coming up within 30 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Get more for your money at Meyer Right now, mix or match over a thousand items and pay just $1 each when you buy seven of items like extra large avocados, select varieties of Campbell's condensed soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, it's double points week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Emperors. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Friday broadcast presented by Fernando Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. And also on Fridays, we have partnered with the West Michigan Sports Commission. And earlier this week, we talked to the man leading that charge to bring sports to this side of the state. Mike and business leaders all got together and really put Grand Rapids on the map and they're thinking of new ways and new events and everything each and every year. I want to welcome Mike here and also uh, Mike and the West Michigan Sports Commission, Experience GR, and our friends from Fernando Arena, uh, DeVos Performance on DeVos Place, uh, began an annual journey with us uh, last summer uh, to help let Michigan know about how great West Michigan is and uh, Mike, welcome to our celebration. Yeah, thanks, Bill, and you know, congratulations on the anniversary and all that you have done for you know the state and sports in this region. It's it, amazing. Well, you've done a lot, and your team. Uh, let's talk about. We we know where everything's at right now. What's that next level? Uh, for sports and events in West Michigan? Well, I think we all know what that next level is. We're coming up to it. It's March Madness, and uh, we've been on it a couple of times. It's great to have Drew here. He certainly can be a voice to help us uh, get there as well. But uh, the bid portal's opening up with NCAA. We're, we're in a D2, D3 town. We've got great schools there. But, but D1 and March Madness and bringing the tournament to this region, to Grand Rapids, uh, is on the bucket list. And uh, we're going to make a p- hard push to, to get that. It's the cycle for 27, 28, 29, or 30, and uh, we are going to bring it home. Is Van Andel Arena big enough because the NCAA really sets the bar parameters to host an NCAA uh, regional uh, do we need a bigger arena in Grand Rapids, or is Van Andel Arena big enough? You know, the, when we first bid on it, uh, the threshold was 12,000 seats. They dropped that a couple of cycles after that to 10,000 seats. So we certainly fit within that 10,000 seat cycle. Uh, part of the challenge we've run into, and we've seen some capital improvements uh, at Van Andel Arena and the locker rooms, uh, is that it's not specifically a basketball facility like a lot of these others are, where uh, you see some of these regionals and, and first, second rounds being played. Uh, but now with the gold down there, we're seeing more basketball operations happening. I think that only helps. Uh, so, you know, I, I feel good about our downtown campus and that facility uh, seeing us get some of those uh, first, second rounds. And what about if it goes beyond D1? I mean, I know at one time the Big Ten Women's Tournament was in Grand Rapids, correct? Uh, maybe uh, women's regional, maybe a D2, you know, championship semifinal, you know, D3, something along those lines. Yeah. That's what we're all about. You know, it's really going after uh, with our partners in NAIA or NCAA at the D3, D2 level, trying to bring some of those regionals and championships into our community, as well as then, you know, the high school level and, and even up to uh, the adult amateur through the United States Olympic and Paralympic committees. A lot of opportunities. We've had great success over 15 years. We look to have more. Uh, the soccer stadium, uh, is that a reality uh when can we expect it i'm hearing on the west side of gr uh, near 131 and a professional soccer team coming soon to west michigan downtown gr yeah there's a strong push behind it uh, i'm on the design build committee where you know we're involved in kind of talking about the you know all the aspects around it but additionally you know what else can we bring into a facility like that because you don't build a 
you know, a facility that size uh, just for one tenant. And so we're looking at other opportunities. But, you know, there's strong interest around bringing a professional soccer team in. I think a, a women's soccer team as well uh, would be a, a good add. Uh, and so, you know, it's only going to add to our landscape and you know, the business environment. So. Well, yeah, Mike Gusweiler, West Michigan Sports Commission. Keep up the great work. Thanks for stopping by the huge shows. A celebration here. Four years with Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. So thank you so much. Keep me posted, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mike Gusweiler joining us uh, here on the huge show across Michigan. Man, that was a great event at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. Video soundstage. Amazing day uh, with our partners, our audience. Superfly Hayes, Marty Boer, Jeff Morton, and the crew from the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, it's about to go final down in Chicago. Michigan State is one and done in the Big Ten tournament. They're down 68-56 with eight seconds left. A god-awful first half. Just a horrible performance uh, by the Spartans. We'll be talking about that coming up. Uh, 68-58 uh, with four seconds left. Now that probably will be the final. Spartans lose in Ohio State. Keeps winning. They have to win the Big Ten to get in the NCAA tournament. Spartans are safe and should be a 7 or 8 seed announced on Sunday night. 24-7, all of our podcasts are free. Wherever you download podcasts, just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge.